Are we live yet? Not yet. I have something to talk about. Good. (laughs) Great. Yeah, we're about to do a show. What's our new? What's the? What's this era of the show? What's our uh, new thing? This is the era where we just start randomly without anybody knowing that it's starting. I think it has to do with starting. Welcome to the show. Topic. Welcome to the show. Oh, is it that era? Is that one past now? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, start the uh, little uh, counter there. Well, the counter started. So today on Portman Show, we're going to discuss the intricacies of the banking crisis of uh, 2023. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, there was a question. It was a good question. What was it? What is this era of the show? Yeah, what's yeah. the era? What's the era? This is Didn't called... we define a new era in the past few weeks? Uh, is it just the animal era? Oh, it, yeah, yeah. Let's make it the animal. We've been let's, doing animals for it, a while. Let's make it the... This one is called... All of us live alone. No, because that won't be true for me. For unless we want to start a new era, like in a couple months. We could. I mean, there's no rules about which eras start when and how. They yeah, we don't have a common era length. Okay, no. This era is What's called the era number. Living separately. <laughs> what does that mean? It means we all. Yeah, live. But that's not the show. That's just the era of our lives. Yes. Uh, this era. But I feel like that can uh, paint the era. Well, there was, a, a way. there was a show era where there was the song, right? Old Man and Out of Town Guy. Yes. And a Man from Horse Vagina. Yeah. There was the era of the show. It started like this. Fuck you, era. Uh, <laughs> oh God, they're also playing. Okay, there we, we I fixed it. I fixed it. I kind of it's it's the fuck you audience era of Portman. Yeah, I forget what era it was. <laughs> what I forget what era this was. What do you mean, what era? We just we, we determined the era a couple weeks ago, but I forget. I think it was the uh, don't look it up animal question era. <laughs> really? Okay. Oh, did we come to chat? I, Chat, name all our eras. Yeah, name this era. era. Yeah, figure it out for us. We're stupid. So is this, I thought this was the era where we just start talking and we don't know when the show actually starts. Well, the era doesn't necessarily have to do with the intro. No? Does, the, oh, okay. 
Does it have to do with the overall milieu? Yeah, 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 yeah. The intro, I think, is a part of it. It seems like it. Sure. The intro could define the era. Yeah, because people start listening. Or the era could define the intro. At the beginning, you know? Yeah, and then they, uh, well, one would hope. And then, yeah, that's, uh, that's how you know what era you're in. Exactly. Am I screaming, or is Brett doing a, a skit or a song? The screaming era has been the biggest era. You think so? I think so. How long have I what been What era has been bigger than the scream? I don't know. I don't have any concept of time when it comes to this show. <laughs> well, oh, Jack's determining the era based on the location. So, like, based on the studio, pretty much. Oh. Hmm. So we've had, like, nine eras. Yeah. Well, there's a new one coming up, then. Because I'm moving this studio out of the basement soon, ish. Maybe. Wow, that's great news. Yeah. Wait, why is it? I great don't know. News? I kind of like the basement. <laughs> well, it's really hard to uh, renovate a basement when there's a giant, stupid, fucking studio in the middle of it. So where will I the mean, studio be? I mean, unless you guys want to do the podcast with just like uh, construction dust covering everything yeah. and all the computers don't work. <laughs> How about during the podcast, we're also doing construction. <laughs> we'll just strap microphones to our yeah, mouth. Yeah, we get yeah, we get it's like a vlog. Yeah, like um, you know, like we're in a helicopter. Oh, David, Clark we got those cool sets. helmets, so da- we're protected during construction. Yeah. But it has the microphone, and then we can just hammer away. Well, I'm I'm good. I've got mine. There you go. Mm-hmm. Already one third the way there. Yeah, mine's upstairs. Do we all have gloves? Do I we all have, need gloves. I will have gloves. Andrew will not. He he uh, foregoes the gloves at all cost. He's like, you know what? I want my hands to be covered in filth and sores. No, here's the problem. Mm. So my hands are tough enough. Mm-hmm. They're not They're not all calloused like they used to be in the past, like when I was a mover. Yeah. Oh, I didn't wear gloves when I was a mover. No one wore gloves when I was a mover. Anyway, when I was a bread man, <laughs> didn't wear gloves, yeah. very calloused hands, all of that. Well, you're not really touching dirty stuff too much in a, in a bread job, were you? Yeah, that shit was the, the the trays were always on the ground. Oh, okay, yeah. But anyway, um, I realized yesterday, uh huh, walking around without slippers. Oh no, without slippers! It, I was so sensitive to everything I stepped on. <laughs> like, I'm only stepping on floors, things that are meant to be stepped on. Well, if you're stepping on ceilings, right? Please tell me. But like, Ow. I'm walking around. I'm going. I I am so it, I know I said this before, but <laughs> your feet are so weak. The or? weakness of the feet, like yeah. if I wore, no wonder. Like I have sympathy for your poor, poor hands <laughs> because yeah. you're always wearing gloves yeah. protecting them. Yeah, no wonder everything's painful. Maybe my feet are this are the same as your hands. Mm, maybe I don't know if I wear gloves necessarily for protection so much as well. And my hands protect- are the same as Alex's feet. Oh yeah, he's got gross feet. Wait, what's uh, wrong with his feet? They're, they're just gross. out all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Calloused and covered in mud, probably. Uh, I don't know. I like wearing gloves because, like, for one thing, if it's cold out, I don't like having cold hands. Well, the longer you wear so gloves, the, same, the yeah. colder your hands are going to get as soon as they're exposed. And then I Just don't, like my feet. Yeah. Without slippies. I find it much easier if I'm wearing gloves and I'm touching dirty things. I don't have to worry about it because it doesn't gross me out as much. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm done touching the dirty things, I just take the gloves off and boom, I don't. I have to wash my hands as badly as if they were covered in uh, disgusting, dusty grime. What I'm most excited about is where are you going to put the studio? Oh, upstairs in the uh, one of the spare bedrooms. Oh. Where did you think it was going to go? In that great big room, the great room. I thought about that, but that's great you got to have a great room. Yeah. That great big room, uh, acoustically, I don't think would work. I think it'd be pretty good acoustically, I was telling you. 
I don't. I don't think it would be great. So there's two reasons I don't like the idea of the great room. That's, there's the acoustics, I think, would not be as good. There's three things. Uh, the um, climate control in that room is quite awful. So it's either going to be too cold or too hot. Like this room. Yeah. <laughs> Except well, it's just well, too cold. Well, this one's always just too cold. The basement. And also, I can't... Like, you can't make a cool-looking studio in that room because I don't want the first place anybody ever comes into my house to be... Uh, a mannequin with a hand sticking out of his dick, <laughs> right? That is a good thought. And yeah, I, I would have the same kinds of so thoughts. I, I kind of I kind of yeah. feel like the spare bedroom that Andrew used to live in. For those that don't know, he now no longer lives in it, and it will be the perfect place. I can make a cool looking studio. We can have our shelves back like I used to have in my old house, so we can display all the bullshit that oh, yeah. you, the listeners, haven't seen for years. And um, I, I think acoustically, it'll be a lot easier to treat. Mm-hmm. We'll have cool and, backgrounds and not just carpet. Yeah. Also, I I, I won't just have rugs hanging. I have from curtains, but Brett and Puke have carpets. They're rugs. Rugs. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Because carpets denotes like a you know, it, rugs are small carpets. Rugs. But the problem, though, <clears throat> once I have, I have insulation. Oh yeah, you have insulation and a you used to have a cool tire. The t- cool tire's gone now. <laughs> but anyway, the the walls. Uh, when I move it up to the other room, the walls I'm going to do something with that looks better than rugs. So now I'm going to have a bunch of fucking rugs I don't know what to do with. Oh, you put them on the floor. I don't have a... F- my floor is all carpet. You can put all these rugs all over the basement floor and never have to touch cold basement floor again with your feet. Oh, that's a good point. I could save them for after when I finish the basement, hopefully someday in the next 20 years. That too. Why do you want to finish the basement? You already have too many rooms. Yeah, that's true. Oh, you're right. Now they need to finish the basement. Adding value and equity to a house is stupid. How many kids are you going to have? Oh, none. Unless I find one outside somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Ha ha, you're mine See, I keep doing the opposite. I I just got a new house, and I'm just looking at rooms going, well, here's a perfectly finished room. Now it's (laughs) effectively a basement. It's just storage. Well, Brett, you make an excellent choice that there's really no reason to finish this basement other than the fact that I would just like to have, I don't know, a better looking finished area in the house and add another bathroom and then it would just be a, you know, nicer house. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know what the fuck I'd do with it. Maybe I would move the studio back down here afterwards. Sure. Yeah. And I would have a big studio again. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Really don't know what I should do. Because it is going to be a lot of money to finish this basement and extremely difficult to finish it where it actually looks good because it just looks like shit. And like actually like trying to figure out because i feel like i would have to reroute like uh water lines and ducting and all kinds of oh, it has shit. some nice exposed duct work <laughs> by that you nice mean exposed wirings nice exposed plumbing i mean the most these fun, are trends yeah the most fun i'm gonna have is taking out a nail every three inches on like six thousand feet of yeah board Jeez. up there because somebody start today if you work on it for an hour a day, you'll be finished in three years. I thought about that a year ago when I moved in, and I've done none of it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's just somebody at some point just nailed like drywall straight straight to the floor joists, and uh, then somebody ripped all that shit down, and now it's just fucking hideous. They never got around to taking the nails out, I guess. I don't know. The thought of having to do all this work is depressing as shit. That should be exciting. But it's, uh, yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of work to do in a house. There's always something you think of where you're like, wow, I could fix this or I could redo that. Or So we're all moving. Oh, my God. I I'm not. J- I just finished moving. 
literally. I'm not, I'm not moving anywhere. Today, <laughs> you're moving all around your house. You're moving your house <laughs> oh, yeah. around. And, uh, Wouldn't it be weird if I didn't ever move in my house? I just walked in the door and froze until I decided to walk out again? That's what happens when I'm not around. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't exist. Um, and then Brett's moving, too. Are you actually moving out of your building? Uh, yeah. Because Brett's moved three times in, in the same building. In the same building. Yeah. It's a house, and uh, it has three units, and I lived in all three of them. That's quite the... Uh I don't know, like small, easy moving circle, I guess. <laughs> right. But now I realized I have stuff in all three of them. Well, how? Um, you just left stuff in the no, occupied? There, there were things that are just like, yeah, I'll leave that here for the next person, and then I'll get oh, it when I'm done. So well, I, I, wait a minute. You'll get it when you're done. I'll get it when I'm like, like uh, the, it, it, the guy wanted to do it as an Airbnb. And he's kind of okay. converted it now into like nurse housing. Oh yeah, long term, short term, sort of. three months. Yeah. So he has nurses that just moved out of where I used to live. So I'm going to go in there tomorrow, and I've got like a big giant rug and some pictures and okay. some pots and pans and mugs. Yeah. And then on the third floor, I have some linens. That's what you think, anyway. Mm. Okay, that makes more sense because I pictured that he was renting those out. Like mm-hmm. year leases as well, and someday you're just going to be like, "Hey, give me my shit back!" And those people are like, "Who the fuck are you?" No, I talked I, to him this morning. Yeah. In fact, a nurse locked herself out of her place. Yeah. And locked her spare keys in the place with her huh. normal keys. Not and a good place to have spare keys. He took the other, the third set of keys. Yeah. The real fail-safe set of keys with him to where he lives, an hour and a half away. Yeah. So he called me, and he's like. Do you mind if that woman goes into our place and sleeps on the couch? I was like, I'll be gone all day. She can do whatever she wants. Sorry if there's things that aren't clean. <laughs> yeah. Going to have to deal with that. Interesting. Did she steal anything? I haven't been back there. I don't know. Oh, no. <clears throat> what if she's a klepto? There could be a big spirally turd right on my bed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Nurse herd. <laughs> yeah. Get it, Amber Heard. So did she sleep in your bed? No, he said. But she, he, he, he sent Not, me a message. You, He's you'll like, never know. So and so locked herself out several times over, basically. And um, <clears throat> I'm going to give her key uh, combo to the lockbox to get keys to our place because he lives he lives with me, even though yeah. he's never there. Yeah. So. And this is how he. I think I told the story on the show before. I really liked the place on the first floor. Yeah. And I was like, he could get way more money for this. And then he said to me, I could get way more money for this. And I said, yeah. well, you should do that. And then he said, you could move into the place where I have all my stuff. And I was like, I will do that because it was way cheaper. So yeah. I was like, why not? Uh, and I'm never home anyway. Yeah. So. But. How many keys did this nurse leave in a chest cavity? What do you mean? Is this what she's doing? Like, if she's losing her keys this much, imagine what she's doing to patients. I don't think nurses are doing open-heart surgery. Oh, I guess not. Well, who, well, who mops the brow? Who is that a nurse? The yeah. Scal- scal- nurse. Scalpel. And right? they're, they're like travel nurses, so they work the a shitload. Man. These are people who work, like, all night. They this just is, work, this like, 18 hours This is the nurse that just walks around and goes, yep, that guy's uh, still alive, maybe. I'm going to go on break. I've never seen her. I've never talked to her. Yeah. No. <laughs> so... All right, so Andrew, I don't know if you've told the entire tale, but you uh, occupy a house now for yourself. 
Yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> he found the yeah. stupid house that he was talking about, uh, I, I think. Got, I got the tour for the first time yesterday helping him move in, and it is so stupid. You know what's not <laughs> the most discouraging thing is, you know, when you get a house, people just go, yeah, it's great. Right? That's yeah, kind of, that's, yeah. that's the end of it, right? I'm sure when people see this house, they're like, oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, that's the feedback I've gotten. Look. So Brett's feedback was... Oh. This is very you. And then Puke's <laughs> feedback was even worse. It was, that's unique. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I showed some these excitement. Are the, these are the things that, that are said to you when it's the worst decision you ever made. <laughs> so you could, it would be misleading to say that the house needs a lot of work because it doesn't. It's like everything is good, clean, nice, it, yeah. updated. It could use Well, work, updated yeah. in the sense of like the bathrooms, the kitchen. Like everything is great, yeah. I think. It's weird. It's a it weird a, it house. And there's a lot of work to do because there's changes to make. You have to update like 18 grand worth of electrical. That's something. Yeah. 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 But that was I mean, part of the negotiations. Like, yeah. I, a good example is I was talking to Gabrielle and I was trying to explain the house to her. Okay. And after like two attempts, I was like, let me just pull it up on Zillow. <laughs> yeah. We'll just find it on Zillow. But Did you start with, have you seen... A pool inside of a church before. <laughs> I, I said it's. You've been to church, right? I, I said. <laughs> You've seen a pool. The best I can do is there's a a house that is an Airbnb that her and I have stayed at. Oh yeah. Um, that this house is similar to in era, in some ways. So it is. This is a much better house. Andrew's house is a much better house than that other house. Yeah. But it is similar in some like the windows yeah and some of the, the 60s trim. styling yes very and 60s. i think that that is a very unique thing that is very hard to find these days yeah yeah but well the, the, andrew andrew was like i just want to say that i feel like i was making positive comments maybe not but i i like the house i think it's fucking cool it's weird and stupid, but it's very cool at the same time. As long like, as it's weird and stupid. Yeah. Yeah, it's really, it's a very, I think unique is a good word because that was something that you were looking for. So you, I think yeah. you definitely accomplished that. It's not like your typical, like, oh, look, here's another cookie cutter contemporary house that has, you know, three bedrooms and three bathrooms and a living room. And you're like, whoop-de-doo. The only other, the only other thing, too, is I've only seen it on what was a very shitty day outside. You know? Yeah. Think about oh, it. Oh, and the sun's the spring, out and coming and the through those windows and the, and the courtyard. And the, and the, yeah. yeah. It has a courtyard. It has yeah. a cornfield out back. Yeah, I was thinking... Is that your corn? No, it's not my corn. I wish it was my cornfield. Uh, you can go in there and nibble if you It like. could be your I could, corn. I think I can walk wanted. around there. Yeah. What if it's just <gasps> shitty field There was somebody corn. walking through it yesterday. I saw a bitch. You could, like, Kevin Costner. the woman walking the dog. In Field of Dreams. Never yeah. saw it. Or Mel Gibson in... Uh, children of the Corn. <laughs> children of the, the Children in Children of the Corn. Signs. Signs. Or Daniel Day-Lewis in Cornflakes, the history story. Mel Gibson walks around in this corn of his in oh, Signs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he hears this... That's how he knows the aliens. Yeah. Right? Don't we love Spoiler Mel Gibson? Spoiler alert, water. Yeah, he's great. I do. I also like sound effects that Sorry. don't turn off all the way. <laughs> I was thinking uh, this morning, there was a couple of flurries. There's a, a little snow flurry action happening, and I was looking at it outside my window, and I thought, 
Oh my god. Andrew has this crazy cathedral pool room now with uh, shitloads of windows. Imagine what that looks like in a snowstorm. Oh, it's You could amazing, just sit yeah. in that fucking crazy giant room and watch the snow fall on that corn field. Probably won't have corn in it when it's snowing. Is the pool like, wow, heated? Cool. Yeah. Um, well, two things. I'm as much as I want yeah. to have the ability to sit and look out a window. <laughs> you never I don't will. have the ability to sit and look out a window. Mm. What if you sit at a computer and out of your peripheral vision you can see out the window? <laughs> that okay. So we'll get you to the can pool just in a minute here. Occasionally glance. Well, this is one of the things. So I've been at looking. At some point, you're going to be able to look out a if window. If you put the desk, on. your desk in the right place, and you look to your right, that will be a spectacular view. Oh, I'm going to look up floating desks. So. <laughs> Oh wow! So, oh my god! Imagine if there thing? was an island in the pool. Well, here's here's what I've realized, and I've been looking for houses for months and months, and yeah. I have literally—it's an addiction. Like there is not one house with more than a quarter of an acre lot that has hit the market or is on the market uh-huh. in the past six months that I did not see, and. Because I was looking at everything, my radius kept growing more and more to the point where I was looking yeah. at the entire western half of the state and it's, parts of West Virginia. It's a good sized state. Yeah. So I looked at everything because I realized one big thing. Um, I can't sit still. Uh-huh. Like I have to go somewhere every day. Okay. Now, over the years, looking back in retrospect and having a large sample size to pull from, all these different houses where I sat there and worked on a computer and how eager I was to leave and Get go the somewhere. Fuck out, yeah. Uh, the best place is this house that we're in right now. Yeah. The great room was the greatest office I ever had. Okay. And the correlation between how much work I get done and how bad I want to leave directly relates to what the office environment is like. And I'm never a guy who was like, oh, I need to have a nice environment to work. It's like, fuck that. I don't deserve a nice environment. I'm just going to open up a laptop in this corner of this basement <laughs> that I live in underneath the Airbnb. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. turns out it does affect me. Yeah. So I realized like the house in Verona, your other house. Yes. I hated being in that house. I couldn't get any work done. I you had to leave in the constantly. Basement. Yeah. Yeah. Facing was- a wall. Yeah. Facing two I, walls. I just, yeah. yeah. There was just wood paneling <laughs> on either side of me. And then once or twice, water just started coming through <laughs> yeah. the floor. Every once in a while, you're like, no, the pool. Just when the <laughs> toilet flushes. Yeah. yeah, that too. Wait, don't flush. I'm working. <laughs> so anyway. You're like, uh, why is your desk on stilts? <laughs> but I, I have learned this. Like, yeah. this office in your Sorry current house. Sorry about that. It's I not your fault. It's, it is. I bought that house. It was stupid. Well, yeah, because you didn't listen to me. So True. you can apologize for not listening to me. Uh, sorry. I do have regrets. But anyway, <laughs> this house is great. And working in this great room was great. Even even, even without like the weird uh, like temperature fluctuations because yeah. it's not Didn't well it's fine. environmental. Still it's fantastic. Great. So it's a great room. Not great AC. I realized. No, it has great AC. Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh. I realized okay. that I need to find a house that has a great space for me to work. I don't really yeah. care about the size of the house as long as it has like a distinct work area that I am not going to want to walk out of yeah. all the time yeah, or physically leave the house. So so it needs to be light and airy. Yeah. And I used to be a guy who hated light. Like I like blackout curtains. I like basement bedrooms. Oh, yeah. Years ago, you used to always say how much you loved being in a basement. Yeah. And like you you physically <laughs> blocked out windows yeah. in your house. But uh, not anymore. Um, 
So now I have a new great room, my new house, that's pretty much the same size as Puke's great room. Yeah, shockingly. But it has more windows. Yeah. And more skylight. True. And uh, and it's connected to a greater room. Yeah. So <laughs> with a pool. This was one of the factors that this house had was, holy shit, what a cool place to work. It's in an awesome location. Unfortunately, it's an expensive location, which is why it's so awesome. It's near a very cool town uh, called Harmony. And there's a bunch of weird utopian history to that place, which is kind of neat. But um, it's also yeah. near the woods. Yeah. So I'm still in the neighborhood, but uh, the house is plenty private. I have a courtyard, which is basically like an extension of the house. Pretty much. There's it's, literally a yeah, courtyard no that's surrounded it. on all four sides. I would love to have like a Miyagi garden kind of thing going on. Yeah, a Zen garden. Yeah. You need a boy. I do need a you boy. You need a boy who's getting I'm bullied? I'm going to find a neighborhood boy. Yeah. Who yes. Th- he's getting bullied and he needs to carry No one gets rocks. bullied anymore. I'm going to have to What? Te- Everybody yeah, gets bullied. No Everyone's one's getting bullied. bullied. I'm going to have to go find some kids and teach them how to be bullies so they can go pick on some kid <laughs> and that I can, can enslave. Yeah. Find the kid who 20 years ago would have been the bully. I bet he's getting bullied terribly at school <laughs> these days. True. But... um. It's all cyberbullying now. Yeah, so I got a cool court- courtyard. I got a super retro cool kitchen, which I actually started using today a little bit and putting things away in. Yeah. There's, Did you make eggs? No, I didn't make anything. Will you yet. eat over the sink? I will. Oh. I have two sinks with two disposals. Wait, what's what's your sewage su- system? Public. What's, public sewer? Oh, my God. He's going to eat so many eggs oh, over yeah. that really? fucking disposal. Public? Really? Yeah. There? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Seems pretty secluded. Yeah, you've... Uh, You've really had to cut down on your egg, hard-boiled egg shell eating Honestly, over the sink yeah. because I have a septic system and you were fucking it up. I don't. I even, had a plumber ask me how many eggs I ate and I said none. <laughs> I don't even. Uh, I don't even like eating hard-boiled eggs anymore because what? it's such a pain in the ass to eat, peel them and then like sprinkle the shit into the trash can. It was so easy just to run the water over it as I ate it. <laughs> yeah, here's the right thing. down the sink. Wow, what 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 hardship? Real quick insert. Yeah. I look at myself in the mirror the other day, oh, yeah? and I'm like, why am I getting fat again? Not fat, but like not, like I'm gaining weight. So okay. I say, okay, I need to go back to eating eggs in the morning, which I have not done. But how the fuck am I going to do that? Hard boil them, I say. Yeah. Eat them I, while you drive. Put them eat, in a little bag. Sure. But then it's going to stink. And eventually my car yep. is just going to reek like eggs. Yep. So Does it? No. I mean, or put it in a Tupperware container. If I go somewhere where I'm working oh, and bring the which, eggs in, then that stinks. Or then my house stinks. No. No, they don't. The hard eggs, eggs don't, don't stink. stink. I, don't. I have an idea. This is coming from How the guy. They? This is coming from the guy that throws oysters in the trash. Oyster. Singular. Oh, true. Yeah. This is coming from the guy who had some kind of weird fish salad. <laughs> yeah, I do have a weird fish salad. Yeah. Right now? No. Oh. I will, I will report that I smelled no oyster and the trash can was full and I had to take it out regardless. So. I will report. My ire at your oyster was unfounded. Then I'm sorry that I did not make good on my offer to take out the trash for you. I also left a little uh, container here that I will get. I will show you where that is. Oh, great. Because I found uh, it and said, who the fuck is this? It's all behind the scenes uh, <laughs> material. Yeah, so, we're real people. We're not chat <laughs> DPT here. This house is a four-bedroom house. Yeah. <laughs> I am one quarter of the number bedroom of bedrooms. Room. So that's stupid. Yeah. And also, it's like another 3,000 feet of other rooms. Yeah. <laughs> and then the dumbest part is a giant, not a small indoor pool, 
it's a like it's a if you saw this pool, pool outside at somebody's house like an outdoor pool you'd yeah. be like damn you got a huge pool yeah you know somebody this is inside you know somebody with an outdoor pool in an extremely it's expensive house and it's half yeah it's, yeah when i saw the pool in person because i'd seen pictures but seeing it in person i'm like oh, my god well <laughs> this thing is big and it's I was got, shocked. Yeah. It's got a slide, which I won't. I don't care for, but so I'm sure kids you, will like you it. You have to say "we" at least once. Yeah, I will. Yeah, and but there's a diving board. There's a diving. You board. don't even find those anymore. They're illegal. I, yeah, they're like I didn't even. Nobody wanted to insure them. this house for me. It was what? insane. <laughs> I had to go through like five different insurance. They companies. wouldn't insure the house because of a diving board. In part, yeah. What are diving boards doing to people? How do they find out about a diving board? Pictures. Mm, yeah. You could be like. Oh, that isn't there anymore. What do you think? I'm crazy? Yeah. yeah. Diving board? Well, that's too dangerous. Yeah. Those are killing kids faster than AR. That's been replaced by a no running sign <laughs> yeah. and a no smoking sign. I've filled this pool in and parked cars there now. So that's the thing, too. Plan B is if I, you know, I'm going to give it a couple years, but if I don't get enough use out of this pool or it's too much of a pain or whatever, yeah. this will become the coolest garage. Yeah. It will be that. It would be. It absolutely will. You want to talk about a stupid house? Wait until there's a building like that that looks kind of like a church with 16 foot ceilings. Well, this tall is the thing. This, you could not build this today. The house was built in 1955. All the additions, meaning the additional garage, the pool, the master bedroom, master bath, the walk in closet, the great room, those were all additions put on 1963. Okay. Nice. So they, that was the year? That was the year they built this pool. John F. Kennedy died oh. 50 years ago. Wow. 60. 70. 60. <laughs> <laughs> Math. So, um, but but that's why, like the best thing about it, I think. Why could you not build this room now? It would just, just be way be too expensive. It would be so yeah. cost prohibitive. Yeah. 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 Like, it just, I mean, it, it just has all these it is huge is a bunch beams. of arches. Yeah. These, these laminate beams that are just, I don't know. It yeah, looks like a huge. church. Like it if does. swimming was a religion. Literally, yeah. If you just get a. Oh, think about this. There's enough old churches in this city that are probably going out of business. you got to find a humongous fucking cross somewhere. <laughs> I should put the podium on the end of the diving board and get a bunch of... I'll get old people to do the water aerobics, and they'll be in the pool, and I'll be standing on the diving board with the podium <laughs> giving speeches to them. Yes. Yeah. But uh, Very sacrilegious. So I kind of... In the process of closing on this house and thinking about my life in this house, where I'm going to be, what I'm going to do, yeah. how I'm going to orient things, I'm trying to orient it. And as I unpack, I'm strategically doing things to where I'm creating kind of a routine-based lifestyle. Because if I'm spending okay. more time at the computer, at home, getting more things done, maybe I can get more routine-esque yeah. in a way. Like, cook at home more often. Yeah. Don't go to sheets so much. Hmm. Oh, by the way, no sheets or get go within like twenty minutes of this house. Oh no! There's a what gas station. Do? There is a gas station. It's called something like Get and Go or oh. uh, <laughs> Hot Bilo. Bilo, maybe oh, Bilo. that's a grocery store, but it has a gas station across the street with a little convenience store. Yeah, they have sandwiches. Oh yeah, I don't eat sandwiches. They have some Quest stuff. They have some nuts. I was in there. Okay. So, but yeah, Andrew doesn't. He doesn't like ordering food from a gas station if it's not from a computer. Yeah, and I don't even. I won't even get get go uh, takeout anymore. I just do sheets. Oh, really? You're a sheets purist now? Yeah, huh? I just do the same sheet salad every time. 
That's it. That's all I ever do. Every time. Every time. Mm. We had a guest, like a long-term guest, and she left a bunch of Tupperware things, like those nice glass Pyrex things. I took them all. Yeah. And I said, I'm going to meal plan. I'm going to uh, cook. Prep. Yeah, meal this is, prep. I'm never going to do this. Oh. <laughs> but no, but <laughs> moving into a new place is tar- is a chance to turn over a exactly. new leaf That's and start a new routine. Yeah. So when I move into a new place and I you know, don't have to, like the weekends for me are kind of you know, full. But now in this future on a Sunday, I'll make, I'll make food and put it in that Tupperware. Yeah. Yeah, I've always thought about that because, you know, you, you see people saying, like, it's so easy to meal prep. And then you put it in the freezer and then you heat it up and it's like... The fuck it is. Yeah, but the problem is that you need, like, six hours to do the meal prep on a Sunday for the rest of your week. And then it's like, well, wait a minute. what? I don't know. In my mind, I'd rather cook, you know, for an hour once a day versus, like, five hours on one day on a Sunday. I don't know. But it's maybe it's doable. Here's why I don't eat hot food. <laughs> Okay. Because you don't eat frozen vegetables. You don't eat hot food. I don't. I only. I eat salad. What do you eat? I eat salad every fucking night. I eat salad and yogurt. You're like a groundhog. Groundhogs don't <laughs> eat yogurt. They don't eat hot it's food either. Through. That's what I'm saying. They eat salads. Right. Because it's preposterous to me to spend more time cooking than you spend eating. I agree. Well, so. I don't. Right. But bread eats very slow. Yeah, so that's, can, your, that's your problem. You, have, you have more leeway yeah. there to cook than anybody. So I go, oh, salad, five minutes. Tops, yeah. five minutes. And then I'll eat for an hour. <laughs> a salad. Oh, How? So, so to answer your earlier question, of course the pool is heated. Otherwise it would be frozen. Well, I, I just thought maybe the, the there's like a filter, of a, uh, what is it called? Well, it's in ground, so maybe the ambient temperature would be it's enough. It's not antifreeze. Yeah. No, 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 you no. You know what else is in ground? Ponds and rivers. No, but the water has to move, right? Isn't there a little something, like a mechanism that the moves pump. the water? Well, there's a pump, yeah. Yeah, a so that won't freeze. Well, if, the, if the water's moving and it's inside of a building, I bet it wouldn't freeze yeah. without it, being heated. Maybe it could It eventually. would still freeze. The amount of water that's moving is not enough to keep it from freezing. Rivers mm. freeze. They're moving. No, they don't. They're outside. Yes, they do. Go to Pittsburgh in the middle of winter. Well, no, no, that's... You're talking about the big part of the river... Yeah, and that's just yeah. going to be a thin layer on top. You can dive right through that. Yeah. <laughs> so off the board. Anyway, yeah, it, it is keep heated. It from freezing by doing the uh, uh, cold plunge. And the pool room is heated, too. If I, But here's oh the thing. Oh, my God. Jesus. <laughs> You're thinking wow. Oh, no, I'm not heating it. You're right. Yeah. No, 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 not at all. And part of my plan was I for a while ago, I was doing the, the, the cold dips all the time. Yeah. When I bought this one house in 2019, every morning I got up, it was the wintertime, I filled the bathtub up. While I was filling, I had a cigarette, and I went and I did the cold dip. Yeah. And I tried to get used to it. And I'm like, okay, the pool is the best way to do that. So this whole moving in, turning over a new leaf thing, I'm like, I'm going to do the cold plunge in the pool. Yeah. This is part of my routine, and having the stupid pool is my justification to force myself to do this. Okay, yeah. So in the wintertime at this house, my goal is to have it just above freezing, as cold as possible. And who here has done the cold dip? No. Nope. No. Okay. No. So people who do the cold dip, well, they'll get into like 58 degree water and it feels like the coldest fucking thing you've ever experienced. Yeah. I mean, I've been in extremely cold water before or cold showers yeah. in the military and that's why. I, I so like know. if you live in the north and it's wintertime and you turn on the tap water, like full cold. Yeah. Right. That's high 50s. Yeah. Maybe mid 50s, low 50s if you're in a super cold day or something mm-hmm. so 
the coldest cold dips I ever did were maybe low 50s. I had a really? little thermometer. It was a floating ducky one. Oh, yeah. Just so I measured. Sure. And uh, <laughs> so I go to bed last night. Kind of late. I'm trying to stay up late because we're going to Europe tomorrow. Um, wake up at 4.30. Yeah. And I get up and I'm like. People said there were snakes in the snow. <laughs> I'm like, where am I? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> then I go. What house is this? I own so many. Then as soon as I wake up, I go, fuck. <laughs> Why? Why? I made that promise to myself about that fucking pool. Oh, no. The pool is 40 degrees. <laughs> Far colder than any cold dip I've ever done. How's your How's your will? So up to date? I, I get up and I go, before I do anything. I am walking to that pool. So I'm walking down this hallway. And this house is way too big, right? So I'm walking down this hallway. And I'm disrobing as I'm walking down the hall. Uh-huh. I walk into the great room. I look you around. You leave clothes in the hall? What if you die? <laughs> I take my boxers off in the great room. Totally naked. Nice. I woke up 34 seconds ago. Open the door to the pool room. Get a little bit of cold air from the pool room. <laughs> walk out. Step onto the first step. And I go holy fuck <laughs> just keep going yeah did not stop oh yeah kept going now i'm in the pool waist deep in the shallow end now i got a plunge i plunge i'm looking out at this pool way the fuck bigger than it ever looked before <laughs> this thing looked like it when was swallowing eye me. level yeah and i'm just i fucking did it this is day one wow so tomorrow i'm gonna try it again i'm gonna try and stay in there longer i'm actually gonna try and keep track of time this time but uh yeah i fucking did it at like 4 32 this morning you're just getting tim pooled <laughs> <laughs> well that's amazing that you got in that you actually did it that's I did crazy it. i've heard of i think it's uh like on joe rogan he's all about this fucking nonsense and he talks about some sort of somebody actually makes a cold plunge tub oh yeah so that like make circulates water at just above freezing and I've seen people do it in videos where they go out and like break the ice off the top of the water and then get in. And I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. Mm. Have have fun with your extra year of life, you lunatic. I'll just take a hot no. shower. It, well, here's what it does. Because <laughs> I noticed it with the dips before, and I'm sure I'll start to notice it when I get into a routine. Yeah, but what's like, your actual uh, noticeable benefit? You, all you want to do is get to work and focus. It's like, okay. it's like snorting 10 pills of Adderall. Ten. You're like my brain is working, and I can. I don't. I, I'm not eager to like ADD out of here. Interesting. So you feel like it actually improves focus? Yeah. Huh. I wish I had something to focus on. <laughs> so, uh, I'm like, oh, what's that like to have a reason to focus on shit? <clears throat> I'm the kind of person that should have ADD because I got fuck all to do most of my. Jo- I've had a horrible job for the last several years, so. Oh, well. Mm. Anyway, the house is really stupid. Yeah. Uh, we put the You pen- haven't even talked about the basement. <laughs> the basement has enough length in this one room. You go down the stairs and you you just... It's it's like something out of a Hitchcock movie. It just goes forever. <laughs> and you go, oh, yeah, my it's God. That, it's, it's that so, Zoom dolly yeah. thing. Yeah. And you're like, it's so long. Well, I'll cool never thing make is, it down there. The lights in the basement, I don't know if you noticed, but there's like five switches you hit one, and it's the closest light. You hit the next one, it's the next light. You oh, hit the next wow. one, because it goes boom, 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 boom. <laughs> At night, right that way. must be amazing yeah. if you could figure out Well, it's out always dark hook, down there. Fig- There's no windows, right? There's no windows well, down there, there. No, there are. 
There's nope. two windows in that part of the basement. Okay, well, it's so dark it doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, it's still, there's they're tiny, tiny basement windows that are actually submerged below ground level. So, yes, a lot of light doesn't get in there, but at night there would be even less light. <laughs> I can't wait for you to plug those up. Well, the, the plan is to, to turn this your... into a ping pong hall. Because oh, we put yeah? the ping pong table down there last night, and we could have nine more. <laughs> You got to get uh, other things like a shuffleboard. No, ping pong. I was thinking or just two ping pongs. <laughs> Could get four ping pong tables, attach them all oh. in a row. Yeah, play giant ping pong. Yeah. Oh, maybe we could make a new trend. I don't think the ceiling. The ceiling is kind of low. That's the problem, though, for, for <gasps> giant ping pong. Change out the drop ceiling for ping pong tables. <laughs> A ping pong. So it's just inverted ping pong table. Just yeah. infinite pong. You can use the ceiling. Yeah. Yeah, that is going to be a, a change of pace playing ping pong in your basement because for the longest time you had it in my great room with the like 12 foot ceilings. Yeah, but I never. So it changes. Oh, well, yeah, I guess that's only going to affect Brett and myself. What, what? Brett, you, you like hitting it up high a lot of times. I like to hit a high one. Yeah. yeah. And you can't do it now. It's kind of like when the ping pong table was in my uh, uh, dining room. But I remember you just that, have yeah. to adjust to it, yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's the perfect place for a ping pong table, that's for sure. And many other games, you could get like rows upon rows of uh, pinball machines, shuffle boards, darts. I'm not going to do that. Table. Uh, put a hot tub down there. Why not? Just <laughs> I already have an old jacuzzi <laughs> in the pool room. Like actual jacuzzi brand. Oh, I don't know. From the 50s? I didn't look into that. <laughs> it looks like it's from the 50s. It's from the 60s. Yeah. I was the, the first person to poop of, of all of us. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're older. I. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh. But you, oh, you meant in his house. <laughs> Even I haven't pooped there yet. <laughs> yeah, so. What? I haven't pooped How? there yet. I've been in there for. I don't know. Just shitting yourself when you get into a 39-degree pool count? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, oh, that's where that went. Um, well, we were coming from here to go there yesterday, and you guys were in a moving truck, or you guys were in separate vehicles, and I was in my car. Yeah. So I speed out of here, and I go, <laughs> man, the more faster I drive, the longer I have to poop. So I got okay. there, and then I park, and I go, fuck, there's got, not going to be any toilet paper there. And then I oh, open yeah. my glove compartment to see <laughs> Do you carry it? if there's Kleenexes. Because you can't flush oh. like napkins down a toilet. Yeah. There's a roll of toilet paper. <laughs> In your car. Yes. Well, like half a roll. Why? Uh, because it was probably on a spool somewhere. But oh, it was like you wouldn't leave that much. Yeah. For someone. That's not a bad idea. So I probably it put it in crazy, my but yeah, coat pocket and then was like, what's this? Toilet paper. Yeah. Oh, I'll shit with this someday. Yeah. And that day was yesterday. Because wouldn't Andrew have been happy that one time he had to run out in the woods and shit himself? What was that story where you like had to shit in the woods on a road trip or some shit one no, time? No, it was also a moving thing. Was we were driving a moving truck. This happened twice. Once yeah. was on the way home a mile from my house. Yeah. And the other time, <laughs> the other time was with Brett when we were moving. Yeah. It's so like imagine if you had had that roll of toilet paper in your glove box or no apparent reason but wow would yeah it wouldn't have the sacrifice day. Uh, underwear yeah yeah anyway congrats <laughs> i guess which ba which bathroom did you choose to use the master yes mm. mm -hmm. how many did you say there were four 
There's four toilets. Yeah. And you have a uh, a room that has like a prison shower in it, just like my <laughs> yeah. house. It's just like somebody's like, here's some cinder blocks Except in this a one square works. shape. Yeah. Yours actually didn't look that bad. I'm so excited for you to get that new bath that bathroom going. Who's that? Me? Yeah. Well, don't get uh, don't hold your breath. <laughs> or get too excited. God knows when that'll happen. Yeah. Why are you excited for that? So you can poop in my house too? Yeah. Oh, okay. I have. He poops I, here all the time. I yeah, I know. No, I maybe I have twice. I bet you do it every time we're not looking. I just turn around and boom, there you are. Pooping. I pee that way sometimes. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, it's amazing. Congrats on your new house. Hopefully enjoy it. And uh, so stupid. Now I have so much more room in this house I don't know what to do with, but I have ideas, I guess. But uh, yeah. Well, I I think it was, uh, it's really amazing. This yeah, I think, it was, I think it was a cool choice. Yep. Especially compared to the one house you were looking at that was like six hours away or some shit in New Jersey. I don't know what the fuck. What? It was an hour from here. Was it an hour? Okay, yeah. Still. Well, that was a cool log cabin. It was. And it had land. But helping you move there would have been way more annoying. Yes, and we would not, would not have made it up the driveway. Oh, and I had this thought too. This is the first time in like five years that either one of us have moved, but mm -hmm. only had to move half our shit because we've both been moving to the same house as roommates for like five years now. Mm -hmm. And finally we get to just, it was, it seems so much easier that way because <laughs> there's literally half as much stuff, I think, or at least some amount less. I have a lot of shit for a house, but you had a lot of shit from a garage. Like you had a lot of garage stuff. Mm -hmm. So it kind of even out maybe that yep. way, but uh, yeah, that's the one downside of this house. The garage is not spectacular. Nah, they're pretty nice because you have two large two-car garages. And I mean, did you see the garage at my other house in Verona? Yeah. Like I had one car stall. <laughs> yes, so. I know. That's why when I saw that house, I go, why would you do this? I don't know. <laughs> There's so many questions I have now in hindsight. Because <laughs> I only have one car. I was like, yeah, that'll be enough. <laughs> Where were all your cars then? Oh, usually jammed in the in the yard somewhere. Yeah. Or, or I spent $6,000 to have the driveway dug out wider. I don't know if you remember that part. Yeah. And then at one point, Andrew's, out front. Andrew's like, I'm going to take this Sequoia and just dump it in front of your house and leave it there while you're trying to sell it, <laughs> which probably really helped for people looking at the house. You sold it. Eventually. You didn't, didn't take long at all to sell. I think it took a few months. It took like three weeks. What? No, I had it on the market for like three or four months. Mm -mm. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> Got a break. All right, let's do the show. Yeah, show. Oh, well. <laughs> That's a great way to start. Yeah, we start now. <laughs> <laughs> start the timer. Timer started. Uh, that laughing was about something that was not for the listeners. That's how uh, you know we do it. They're probably going to hear it though, because uh, I I feel like that was humorous. Okay. Hour <laughs> uh, two. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Do we? Yeah. Oh. Hmm. I. Um. I. Went. Do we start now? Yeah. Oh, we've started. Hello. Hello. Welcome to episode 567 of Portman Show. Hour two. I haven't said that yet. Oh, wow. <laughs> what a new era. That's how That's we... because this is the first half. <laughs> <laughs> we fooled you. 
Okay. Time travel. Yeah, what you got, Brett? I went to a St. Patty's Day party last night. Ah, top of the morning to you. And it was very, um, it was it, t- it was like a... It's pronounced shrimp on the Barbie. <laughs> okay, so it was um, with improv people. Do you know about improv people? And Not what are really. your initial thoughts on the improv crowd? It means breathe in his farts. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> um, okay, so I feel like I admire improv people however the only ones i know are like alex i think did improv classes because alex read in reddit or something somewhere that improv classes are something that you should do everything in there is going to be the n-word why does reddit think you should do improv i don't know it's just like i feel like alex googled what are all the (laughs) things a guy in your late 20s should try and improv was one of the top items and good for him but i like alex independent of improv maybe i mean improv maybe is a way to like it's certainly going to be a way that you're going to be forced to get out there and kind of do something like uh i don't know if embarrassing is the right word but uncomfortable you mm-hmm. know sort of like public. oh it's embarrassing it's like public the, oh here's what it is it's the hipster version of public speaking that like men in their 40s do you know what is <laughs> No, uh, Toastmasters. Uh, Toastmasters, right? I remember my dad doing that when he was like really? in his forties. Yeah, for some fucking reason. Yeah, I don't know why. And I'm like, I think that's a correlation. Is that you know you, you want to do something where you get a, into an uncomfortable space and you put yourself out there and you kind of try and loosen up maybe if you feel like you're an introverted or yeah, I feel you're like- bad at public speaking. But, you know, giving a speech isn't cool, but going out and being like, hey, I'm, uh, yes, I am. No, I admire it. I'm, <laughs> I I don't have it in me to try it, though. But I also feel like when I explicitly am put in a situation where I would need to improv, I would do awful. But when it's more subtle, like mm-hmm. yeah. put me in a meeting with a bunch of people. And yeah. a bunch of highly educated people who way out qualify me. I can improv and wing it. I can wing it. I can't improv. Right. You would think they're one and the same. Apparently, they're very different. Yeah. They yeah. Are. Well, I think improv involves more storytelling. You have to be funny. Oh, that too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I went to improv once and I just went. And they, were, they, were, they gave me an award. They were like, here's the uh, shit. Who's that lady that broke up the Beatles? Yoko Ono. Here's your Yoko Ono. <laughs> Carrie says she's been to both. So Gabriella did an improv class. Yeah. And she's made improv friends. Now, for me, this is tricky. They're not real friends. They're improvised. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're, they're acquaintances, but this one guy... So they are improvised friends. No, this, this one guy I would say has become more of a friend. He's a very sweet guy. His, he's Indian. And his name is Raghu. Nice. <laughs> ragu and he hosts or ragu 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 right yeah so he hosts the party okay and it's in a function room in this uh complex this very nice uh, apartment complex that he lives in all right and there's a pool table and there's like 25 people show up and See, there's andrew you got to get a pool table people talk about it. a beautiful <laughs> spread of you know food and desserts okay. yeah. and um I think she did improv because she, um, she, I don't know. I mean, the challenge of it, the discomfort of it, yeah. maybe um, overcoming some social so thing, anxiety. I, I appreciate, I admire it, but I, yeah. I don't think I could do it. 
Yeah. So she's so she's this crowd is a lot of improv people because Raghu is from somewhere else, and most of the people that he knows in Pittsburgh are improv related. Do you think improv people would walk into a forty degree pool at four thirty two in the morning? <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. These are two very different people. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Now I'm a different person because this is also in Shady Side. Mm. Shady Side is a neighborhood in Pittsburgh that we would consider on the show to be problematic. I have to pull Gabriella aside twice during the party and go, don't tell anyone anything about me. <laughs> <laughs> Here's an example. There's a German guy there. Just tell them I've transitioned. There's a German guy there, right? He is the husband of a woman that knows Ragu. He is actually friends with Ragu from another city. Right? <laughs> Gabriella says to the German guy, Ah, Brad can do a German voice. <laughs> Brad has friends and they do German things together for yeah. fu- to be funny. And I think I punch her in the leg. <laughs> she actually says that? Yes, she said, oh, Brad can do a German voice. Wow. Oop. See, and then yeah. th- there was a, one other time where she was telling people I had a podcast. Oh, no. And I, wow. And I stomp on her foot. <laughs> How does she not think more than three steps behind what she's saying? No, but I like, said to her, usually you can think a couple steps ahead. She's behind. I said to her, she's, she's trying to be nice and she's trying to be social. But she's I trying said, to include you. I get it. But yeah. holy shit. <laughs> if I say, um, I would. I would prefer if, if I was around her mm-hmm. and she like if I was at this party with you and <laughs> she was doing this. If I need attention, I'll just shit my pants. Right. I was just gonna say <laughs> I would prefer that she tell everyone when she tells them about me. Oh, Andrew just shit himself. That's why he's leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I would prefer that. Yeah, she. You should have a conversation. And say this is Brett, my boyfriend. He only eats salads, and then people be like, "Wow, you're a vegetarian." Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. And then you can fit into this party. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do, Brett? Oh, I like I, but that, yeah. that was and a trickier question the, the last scene, year. That was a trickier question. What do you do? Yeah. The, the scene changes to Brett, like in the Matrix, dodging bullets. Yeah. Like, oh my god. So they start talking about podcasting. Yeah. Another group of all ladies, all problematic looking. <laughs> Gabriella says Brett did a podcast and still does one. <laughs> Boy, we sound smart. And I said to her. Uh-oh. I don't know how to make that stop. <laughs> and I said to her, if if you tell somebody to have a podcast and they're listening, yeah. what is their follow-up question going to be? <laughs> <laughs> what's it called? Or what's it about? If now, they were smart, though, they'd go, oh, there you go. And then walk away. <laughs> yeah, so does everybody. The passion of COVID. <laughs> So the so we have these couple like sidebar conversations where it's just like look I'll 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 yeah. smile I can talk <laughs> I can make conversation but for the love of god don't tell anybody what I do. don't tell anybody anything about me <laughs> Well and I said look it's not you you're doing everything in a perfect world yeah, Gabriella this is, this you're what, doing everything right This is what normal people would do Yeah Brett has a podcast it's called School sucks. It's about how shitty the education <laughs> yeah. system is. And if you don't like it, you can fuck off because you're stupid. Yeah. 
right? And he does another show <laughs> called Portman Show, which is a portmanteau of the words portmanteau and show, where uh, they do a lot of racial humor. Like and I an- fucking hate trans anti-trans stuff. <laughs> yeah. And they basically make fun of the people who are within an earshot of us right now. And that's cool. And that's the right way to be. And even though I don't have a dick because I'm a woman, suck it. Well, you and I had brunch, which I still don't believe exists. <laughs> what uh, time? What time did wait, you eat? Who? You, me and you. Together? Yep. And Shadyside years ago. And it was in a place I like. I don't think brunch exists. I don't. I agree. <laughs> brunch and hibernation are pure bullshit. Now, that felt a lot like lunch to me. Jeez, oh, I, I thought it felt like <laughs> breakfast. Maybe it felt like breakfast because all the people that we were around had just woken up. Mm. These are not people who get up early and attack the day. Yeah. These are people who were probably on their computers late into the night. Late into the night. And being on your computer late into the night keeps you up even later. Right now. So they had just gotten up. That's why they called it. See, brunch is a concocted uh, feel-good word. So people who sleep in can feel better about eating breakfast at lunchtime. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Anyway, you and I had brunch at the yard. Brunch at the yard. Okay, yeah. And I remember sitting there feeling, I liked the place, and I felt love for everybody around me. However, mm. I just felt a little bit of hate, disdain, something towards us on behalf of everyone because I looked around and every table had a gay sexual or racial attributes that that we didn't have our table wasn't inclusive right mm. and I every felt table too. had had a color hair uh, <laughs> uh, a face piercing a gay a trans, yeah. a les, and it looks a bit cummy. All the above, different races, lots yeah. of Asians, like except us, and I just it felt like they wanted us out. Mm-hmm. And then so I stand up because I feel it too, and I go, you know, I'll have you know, my friend is Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> and they yeah. go, uh, see, it was the wrong time. This was before. Oh. All the, the rise of anti-Semitism by whites. Mm. So the Jews were just bad because of how they treat the Palestinians who are brown. Well, I so that we were of, chased out of there. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> At that point. For being Is pro-Israel. It, do they make a distinction between Israel and Jewish people? Yes. Do you think these people mm-hmm. make distinctions? They actually do. Well, well I think they do. This because is the one case of, they do because all the Jews... In the U.S. now. Hate, love to hate Israel. Yeah. That are here. I think all the shady side type Jews probably hate Israel. Yeah, absolutely. Mm, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's true. Just like all the shady side type uh, Ukrainians and Russians don't hate communism, even though they fled those yeah. countries. Yeah, <laughs> that wasn't real communism. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Hmm. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, but every time I, I, I'm like, I'm just one wrong <laughs> thing away, or maybe more likely Gabrielle is just one wrong you're, yeah, thing Yeah, you're away. one URL away from yes, total devastation. Yeah, give me your website. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
Oh, do you have a business card? <laughs> I have to be. Yeah, there's lots of places where poor man's podcast dot. <laughs> yeah. Now, I don't even know if I'd give their stupid oh, yeah. business card out. Yeah, now you understand. Oh, yeah, that might. I don't know. You it's, never know. What's one of the interesting things is it's really interesting how decent and polite people can be until you just cross that line in the slightest way. Yeah. See, like but, you can be having a perfectly good time with people. And then, like, I was talking to people, and I know, like, hey, if I just in injected just a smidgen of my opinion about this or that, this is fucking over. Mm. See, that's the thing, because a mere, like, 20-some miles away, I, 12 hours later, maybe even less, had breakfast this morning at Bronze Country Kitchen. And uh, I got an omelet. Burns. And everybody was in their 60s. And super nice. Yeah. A bunch of, you know, old men who either were just perpetually single or widowed. You're the same age as my pool. <laughs> <laughs> like, they show up there with their, their plaid shirt tucked in. And it's like, that guy used to work a semi-blue-collar job at a factory for decades. And now here he is having breakfast. He knows everyone he's around. Like, the shirt's tucked in. He's very... You know, proper for an early morning hillbilly breakfast. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you could say anything to these people and they would be just infinitely polite. Unless you said something like if you called the waitress a bad name or something, mm -hmm. then you would probably get taken out back and beaten. Mm -hmm. Right. But like politically, you could say whatever you wanted to these people. They wouldn't care. Yeah. Well, they might have opinions, obviously. But yeah, but they're not going to like. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be the same anger, as the party yeah. Brett was at. Well, the thing is, too, is there that there wouldn't be a mob. People who live more in cause and effect reality, I don't think they're as touchy about political opinions. What do you mean cause and effect reality? Like well, people who work for a living. Yeah, no, in, that's absolutely true. Well, you mean people that work in like actual consequential. I I think that careers or people, something. You know, farmers, people that use their hands. Yeah, I was listening to Andrew Yang talk. Right. And sorry. he said something like Asians don't care about politics. They're they're pragmatic. Yes. You know, so for the most part. Now, are all Asians working? No. I mean, some of them certainly do. Non yeah. Look at Andrew Yang. I, he must. I don't know. Something. He, he's an entrepreneur. He had he has got money. True. Yeah. So but that doesn't mean he works. Mm. But he he's somewhat industrious, like yeah. your typical Asian. So wait, what did you say it was? People who live in a cause and effect reality. People people who have to have like more like a pragmatic grounding tend to be less ideological. I think. Well, I was thinking about. I mean, this. I would agree. Like, who can be the most ideological? University people, right? Yeah, people, they, people or, who don't actually have to like people who absorb information and don't need to act based on the information so all they can do is absorb information let it bounce around in their head cling on to it because that's all they have mm -hmm. like puke you yell at me all the time for forgetting things oh do i nick yells at me for forgetting things <laughs> yeah. but i realized like i consume a ton of information but what i consume i generally take action on like it actually influences my world yeah like i don't just consume like this is why i don't reddit things because one i don't even understand the website and how it works just like twitter or anything else but we can't blame tim pool i i don't consume that stuff because there's nothing i can act on like i don't want to just absorb information for yeah. the sake of the information if i can't act on it why am i going to let it take up space in my ears or my brain 
so I thought about this though, but there's there must be a lot of people who consume information that it's useless information to them, right? It's out of their control. Mm-hmm. They can't influence whatever that news might be, and they certainly can't adjust their course or actions based on that information. I think, yeah, and I think I'm guilty of this. Like, I've done a lot of this because I thought I had a reason to be doing it for a long time because I thought I could use it in a way, you know, like making shows. Yeah, true. So, um, But I think these people are, that foundation they have is probably a lot more fragile. That's why they're more like a hair trigger. It, it, a lot of it, too, like global warming is a good, like, cause and effect disconnect because you can pretend that you're like doing yeah. things right. that are environmental without ever having any kind of feedback loop about it. Yes. You know? Yeah, there's, there's just as you said, there's no real cause and effect. I saw the greatest thing at the gym the other day. This guy comes in and he empties the garbage into this big, like the garbage pail in the gym yeah. locker room, and he empties it into the big garbage thing on wheels. Yeah. Then he takes the recycling and he empties it into the same <laughs> thing. And I went, yeah! I think that's what they do at the at the factory anyway, or that's whatever. That's what they do I've, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've heard. It's just like really the like I have. Oh my god, I have a recycling can right now. It's a large one. It's like fifty or sixty gallons, or whatever. The mm-hmm. big rolly ones with the floppy top. Is it ninety? Mm-hmm. Well, now it's got ninety gallons worth of goddamn paperwork from Andrew. Yeah, <laughs> he's threw away so much paperwork, and I I drug it over to my basement entrance, and we're throwing in pamphlets and catalogs and whatever the fuck literature you had from work you didn't need anymore and i bet that fucking thing weighs 300 pounds <laughs> that that bin was so hard to drag back across the yard because it's moist and soft mm-hmm. and even though it has wheels it was difficult but anyway my point being i think that those recycling cans are probably just a means of placating people because i wonder if at some point everyone's like you have to have a recycling program you have to have a recycling and they're like all right fine here's a fucking can and so the garbage cup cup the garbage truck comes by and empties that can and then they have to have a separate truck comes by and empties your recycling can and people are like i do good for environment and then it goes all to the same landfill and dumps into a hole my mom rents a house in maine where they're especially bad about this you have to separate oh i've heard about all the recycling so People throw it all in one trash can, and then my mom takes it outside on her vacation. <laughs> on her vacation. <laughs> yeah. And separates sticky cans. Yeah, disgusting ant-ridden food bits. Oh, I had to handle lobster carcasses in this <gasps> situation. <gasps> yeah. Mm-hmm. Terrible. So I, I, this year, if it's that same house, I'm just going to say, everybody, everything in the trash. At that point, I was begging for oysters. Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. if we can recycle paper, great. If we can keep trees up. Wonderful. This is how it started. Remember? They were just like, yeah, we're going to have more trees. Cool. I love trees. Now they're talking about how can we feed people plastic. Have you heard this? (laughs) No. They're talking about some kind of... um, I've heard about bugs. Some kind of chemistry that can take plastic and turn it into food. Not making this up. Is that like what... I mean, that's kind of what soy is. So, like, American cheese... Is like one degree away from plastic. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is, right? Yeah, so, it's, so it's a vegetable-based polymer. It almost, does make yeah. the best grilled cheese, though. Oh, yeah, it does. Because mm-hmm. it just basically tastes like kind of umami salt, and it's gooey. Right. Goomami. So imagine you have some kind of machine 
where you go, yeah, I'm done with all these wrappers. And you just put it in the machine and yeah. you pull out a slice of cheese and then you can put it in, in well, the grill. Have you heard? I've heard this. I haven't substantiated it through research, but I have heard that the original uh, development of vegetable oils was for a lubricant. Mm-hmm. That they were trying to lubricate machinery, and then at some point they realized, like, oh, I guess if we do it just right, we can just make food product. Out yeah, of this. we can get angry about this, but let's get back to a cause and effect reality, <laughs> right? Did you think of that up, or did you pull that from somewhere? What the whole that term? cause and effect reality? No, it just I made me think of what Andrew Yang said about the the no, Asians. I think he means the actual term. Yeah. What cause and effect reality? Yeah. yeah. No, I'm. I'm. I mean, I'm sure. Like cause and effect. I like is it. A thing. I don't know. I'm, I don't know I'm, that I've actually heard that. Yeah, I'm thinking about things in that context now, and I very much like it. So, take I, credit, Brad. Take credit. <clears throat> yeah, sure. Let me know how insane this is. I think I live a, in a lot post-problem world. What does that mean? Clearly not. No, no. no. Let's still, go back to last week, and there we'll are tell still a story. plenty of problems. <laughs> yeah, but I've learned. Everything just works out. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I like that. Everything really does just work out. And I don't think it's because like, oh, I'm just lucky. No, I think it's because I don't I don't take a problem and and worry about it. I only let it become a problem when I can take action on it. And I try and take action mm. on it, and it seems to work out. I'm trying to have more faith. You know about faith? Nah, never really. had any. No, none. <laughs> you know, and I think that's just kind of a mindset of because um, I used to really like have problems, you know, mm. and make mm. problems. Yeah, but worrying about potential problems is far worse than just dealing with problems. Um, yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't know. There's there's definitely real problems that can occur. Sure, yes, and you can be prepared for things, but. I think there is some kind of, and it's hard to articulate, but there's some kind of difference between being like ready to deal with a problem versus choosing to take no action because there could be a problem. Yeah. When I went back a couple of weeks ago and listened to our COVID times. Oh, stuff, yeah. That's a good example. Yeah. I realized that that revealed a lot to me that I should have noticed at the time that I didn't, that I had a very kind of apocalyptic thinking. Yeah, yeah, well, COVID was an ex- is an excellent example of what happens to maybe not yourself, but certainly I think a lot of people who didn't have real problems now well, freak no, the fuck like, out. What if this? What if that? Yeah. You know, and... Focusing on worst case scenario versus focusing on how can we get around this. Okay, so maybe what if is the problem then? What do you mean, what if? I like, mean, sometimes, yeah. If you're like, sitting there I going, have this what issue, if this, where what I, if that? Yeah, having anxiety about what could happen right. versus worrying about how I would... Oh yeah, because what problem. if you can't answer what if until right. that occurs. if actually happens? Then you can answer it by doing whatever you need to do to deal with that what if. Yeah, so you're you're in, and it is a matter of where you point your focus. And this is something that I'm really just experiencing, like in the last six or seven months or so. That if you orient yourself that way. The amount of uneasiness you can experience is literally boundless, yeah. right? Because you could say, what if fucking about anything? Oh, yeah. Sometimes I'll lie I in do. bed at night and I'll have a really terrible thought about something that could happen. Yes. And I'll go, wow. You know? And it's not even realistic. It's like the kind of shit you would see in, uh, you know, 
Me too. Like a Saw movie. Thank God I fall yeah. asleep easy because this sucks. Oh. I just start thinking about baseball. I start thinking about what's the wiring doing in my <laughs> attic? Is it going to kill me? I just go and here's the wind up and the pitch and the guy gets a hit and he runs to first base and that really helps you go to sleep. It's very lulling. Really? Yeah. I, t- I take drugs. Now there's a runner at first. The pitcher checks. He pitches from the set and he throws a new pitch and it's a ball. Meaning not a strike. Oh. It's always the, they yeah. always get a ball. It's like, do they have a square? Counts one and zero. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't. I don't know how to. It's. It's hard to explain. Yeah, you're doing a better job than I am. But I don't think so. I think you do fine. Well, at what? Explaining no. the situation. Oh, this. I thought you meant at worrying. <laughs> <laughs> doing my best. <laughs> um, but no, like uh, this has been a crazy week and a half. Like we yes. did the show a week ago, right? And right before the show last week, I had awful news. So we're going to Europe tomorrow. Yes. Right? Well, theoretically. A couple months ago, <laughs> when we decided to go to Europe, I'm like, well, let's get my passport. I lost it. It's mm-hmm. a thing that happens to people, I guess. That would have been hilarious if you found it while you were packing. <laughs> so, out of oh, it's in my suitcase. I don't know if hilarious is the right word. <laughs> but I, I applied for a new yes. one. Shit and it, happens. Yeah. And yeah, it sucks. I think your problem. When did you notice it was missing? Uh, as soon as we made the plans to go to Europe and I went, let's go make sure I have my passport available somewhere yeah. in case what? Larry needs it to book the plane ticket. What month was that? January. Yeah. Okay. So like as soon as you noticed it was missing, you applied for a new one or? Yes. Yeah. So I went, how long does a new passport take if I pay for expedited service? It says three to five weeks. I go, good. I have eight weeks. Here's an issue I think you have is that. You, of all people, should know. This isn't the way the world should work. It's clearly the government's fault, but you certainly shouldn't have trusted what they said. Sure. So would I, also, would I have... Okay, let me ask you this. Yeah. Looking back, would I have been better off had I... Probably. ...sat there and worried every single day, going, well, it said three to five weeks. Should I be worried about this? Ah, see, this is Now what, I should spend is, my days worrying. This is what you do. And maybe I shouldn't have been bothered to try to get a new passport, and I should say, fuck it. I'm not even going to try to go to Europe. Yeah. My point being is that Sorry. now you're making the argument where you go from... On the scale of llama to camel. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> uh, no, my point being is that you're like... Hey, the government said this is what it's going to do, so I'm going to trust them and never uh, check back in because we had a conversation like five weeks later, and I was like, you know, saying like, did you go check the website to see if it, what status was? Yes. And you're like, ah, fuck it. Who cares? If, if it comes, it comes. I don't give a shit. Right, because I still had several. <laughs> here's No, this is what it's but if you would perfect checked example. It, if you had checked it no, sooner, you no, might have known no, sooner. And no, then not, no. Yes. Perfect example. Yes. Perfect example. Yes. Perfect example. Yes. Perfect yes. example. Okay. So, this era. Yes, yes, era. Here is why your theory is bad. Okay. So... Had I done exactly what you just said, uh-huh. again, uh-huh. I could have sat there, and it's not like I don't have a life outside of applying for a passport. True. I have a few things going on. So, had I refocused my efforts to worrying about where my passport was, 
I would have accomplished this, the following. I'll tell you exactly what would have happened. Okay. I would have looked back through my emails. I would have looked through my receipts. And I would have found a tracking number thing yeah. that I could look up online. And it would have said, in progress. Now, with that super helpful information, what would I have done differently, Puke? Because in Wor- my mind, worried when sooner? you asked... Worried sooner? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Because when you asked, hey, where's your passport? Uh Uh-huh, yeah. In my brain, I went, I don't know, in progress? And then you would have been like, oh, shit, why aren't you worrying? I could have worried, done a bunch of work, and then found out it's in progress. Yeah, but also, once you found out that it still said it was in progress, you did look into it, and then that led to further steps that needed to be taken. So what happened was last week, Mm -hmm. literally eight Nine days before we leave for Europe, yeah. I go, geez, my passport still hasn't shown up. Yeah. So I looked into it and it said in progress. I'm like, what the fuck? When am I getting it? There's yeah. no like expected date. We are seven weeks into this three-week three process. Three to five or yeah. whatever, yeah. So anyway, I then on Friday before the show, Friday afternoon, you know, it's the end of the business day. I finally get a hold of the passport company. I spent all day. Thank God I didn't decide to do this three weeks earlier and spend every fucking day for three weeks trying this. It only ate up one day of my life. That was an extremely stressful, awful day. Mm. Good thing I procrastinated because I could have stretched that out <laughs> over the course of weeks. That would be fucking horrible. So I don't know that, but see, you come to find out they changed the policy on me. They had my passport. They had no intention of sending it back to me. And I went, well, all is lost. Yeah. I can't waste any more time on this. I guess I'm not going to Europe. Last yeah. ditch attempt to try and figure something out. I called every international traveler that I knew to see if they had any magic yeah. spells Tips or yeah. something. Because you 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 know in this uh, during this day before we recorded last week, you know we, you were there. We had this conversation. We're trying to figure things out, and it's like. I think I said it to you, Brett, but I was like, like, isn't there some sort of process? Like, what if you lose your, your passport, like, right before you travel or something? Isn't there some sort of, like, immediate expedited emergency thing? And then I realized, oh, yeah, the government doesn't fucking care. They're just like, yeah, eat a dick. Well, there is. Fucked. You can make an appointment and get a turnaround within a day. Oh, yeah. So I tried to make an so appointment. So you made that appointment? And uh, they didn't have any available. Right. So the issue there, when you look that up, is that they have 25 continental U.S. locations that you can go and do a 24-hour process or some shit to get a passport, like, really fast. Mm-hmm. But because the government sucks balls, you can't even get through that fucking phone number to make an appointment. Well, and the- then somehow when you got through, eventually on that Friday, they're like, yeah, we have no appointments. Right. But regardless of the details of this, in the end, I got the passport. Well, I think there's one detail that's important. What's that? I helped. You did. Thank you. <laughs> um. Yeah, I called a state senator. Puke called a state rep. Yeah, I didn't call him. Reps, okay. I filled out a form. Oh, the state rep's office got back to me. Yeah, the woman there was super helpful and effective. She called me, hun. She asked me, oh, when you get in the mail, please call me. Let me know you got it. I called her up. I was so happy to report to her that I got it. She was great. That's pretty cool. Anyway, that's um, because that's local. You know, that's small scale stuff. I think. Oh yeah. So. The important thing here, though, and oh. this is just one problem that occurred in a slew of many, many problems. Yeah. What I'm saying is, had I worried about it sooner, it would have just taken up more time. 
because in the end, it all worked out. <laughs> sure. Right? Uh, yeah, I guess. It all worked out, and it, it did eat up some time, but that's probably the least amount of time it could have eaten up for me. Yeah. Well, you also lucked out, too, that uh, apparently they just had your passport ready to go. Oh, yeah, they were just sitting You didn't on have it. to make this appointment to go to Buffalo, New York. Yeah, or they Washington, They just hadn't shipped it yet. Yep. It's so, fucking nuts. Anyway, but that gets back to my point of, like, does it make sense to worry about this or just face each problem as it comes? Because yeah. you can't possibly be prepared for every problem. What could but I have done differently I, to prepare for I this? I think what you could have done differently is just you didn't have to worry about it every single fucking minute of your life. But at just some point, you probably could have checked in and found out maybe a few days earlier, or a week but, earlier. And then and that, where's you the might threshold? Have had less of if a it panic. just says in progress, in perpetuity, where's the threshold where it's like, okay, at the now five I need weeks, to call when you bullshit it was on this. Five weeks. But you I, said I was, would have still sat there and went, I guess it's still in progress. Well, okay. That's that's my point, though, is that maybe you that's shouldn't where I have was. done that. Like, I yeah, didn't have that's to, where you shouldn't have done. I didn't have to spend an hour to come to the same conclusion that was already in my brain. You you have a choice at this point where you see something. Yeah. And then you go, I will go to an internet search field and I will enter my situation. This could be a good thing or it could be a bad this thing. This is never. You're, you're rolling yeah. the dice at this point because you could hear you could get horror stories. Yeah. Right? My passport has said in progress for three weeks. Enter. Yeah. And, and that's, well, I'll let you finish what you're you, saying. You get maybe some information that tells you whether or not you need to take further action. Well, partly because of what Andrew did calling people that he knew, and partly because I'm the kind of person that researches information and has a job where I do fuck all for several hours a day, I did research online and I tried to find one of these horror stories and it turned out I found a long thread on Reddit with a bunch of information and one of them was try to contact your local senator or congressman and uh, which was a tip I got from my customer tip you who got. randomly called me Friday evening yeah mm-hmm. which is good and then I was like who the, how the fuck do you call a senator and then I saw this Reddit thread and they said the same thing and I'm like I'm going to investigate this further I found the local uh, house of reps congressman whatever the fuck their title is for this area found a form on their website that said, like, how can I help you with a federal agency? And I said, uh, you know, my name's Andrew, and I put in all your information that you had given me. And uh, they got back to you within, like, a few hours, which yeah. was crazy. It was pretty and fucking thankfully, amazing. thankfully, you, you weren't stuck in a military base yeah, at that's the time they called too, you, which is like I, So Andrew's just like, fuck it, I don't care. Other people will solve my problems. I didn't say that. <laughs> no, but I called the st- I called the senator. It's kind of how you come on. So anyway. Oh, that's true. You d- you called a different senator. Yeah. John Fetterman, who was like... No, he can speak. He can't hear. Oh. <laughs> right. Yeah, you talk for five minutes. He goes, what? He goes, he goes uh, charcuterie. I know. I'm outraged, too. <laughs> he answers the phone. Good night. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, anyway. But that was just one of many problems, because... Yeah, you, you after go, the show you last got a lot week, of problems. I had to leave early in the morning for uh, Nick's house. Yeah. Went down to Nick's house, experienced plenty of problems. Yeah. Left Nick's house, went down to a military base. On the way there, I'm on the phone, middle of the phone call, trying to, trying to prepare myself for what I'm about to do with the tech support people. Middle of the phone call, I go, shit, uh, I'm getting pulled over. Oh. Funny thing is, I was just pulled over. A week earlier. Oh, yeah. Oh. One week earlier to the day around here. Mm -hmm. Yes. And got ticketed, right? Yeah. So as I was getting pulled over, I went, fuck. 
I got to like send a ticket in or do something. Huh. <laughs> I'm not home. That ticket's at home. Whatever. Yeah. Officer comes up to the window. He goes, officer, it's okay. I was just pulled over. <laughs> <laughs> so I've already been where, my one Where were you when you got pulled over? South Carolina. Now I have a oh. summons for court in South Carolina. Oh, great. And what, uh, What'd you get pulled over for? Speeding. Yeah. Okay. So. You were uh, in a rental car at this time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. While the cop's back in his car, I call the guy back. And now I'm talking to the guy. The cop walks back up. I'm like telling the cop, hold on. <laughs> I already got the ticket. So fuck him. Yeah. Right? right. He's pissed now. I'm telling him to hold on. And then he hands me the ticket. He shows me my court date. I go, I'm going to be out of the country for work. Oh, your court like, dates while we're in Europe or whatever? No. Uh, next month when I go to Germany. Oh, right, right. Okay. So whatever. I, all I want to do is get past this problem and move on to the next set of problems. Yeah. Right. So I run into more problems at the base doing the job I was doing. Get through it. Can't solve it till I'm faced with it. Yeah. So. I guess so. Deal with that. Go back to Nick's house. Play uh, an escape room game. Fly home, get passport, then got to close on a house, plenty of problems with that, got to move, plenty of problems there, did not prepare to move, did not prepare at all. So Friday, no, sorry. Yeah, you prepared some. Thursday. I found a pile of shit randomly in my house. I was like, whoa, what's this? Thursday was time to get the moving truck. Yes. And Puke was going to drive me there roughly around 2.30 to 3 to pick it up. And at about 2.30, I started looking up where I can get a moving truck from. <laughs> you hadn't uh, reserved well, a truck. Well, a little bit tricky. A little bit tricky. It took like a nine minutes. You've done an interesting trial by fire over the last five years of your life, right? Where most people live, um, I think, with the goal of problem avoidance. You can't avoid problems, though. No, I know. If but you do, you, but you can minimize You get hit with one and that's devastating. So five years ago, you say, I'm going to buy a house. And I say, Wow. Sounds like a lot of problems. Yeah. <laughs> you go, and then... Boy, was it. I'm going to let 60 fussy people stay there a year for money. I'm like, wow, that sounds like a lot of problems. And then you said, I'm going to do it again and again and again and again. So you have... Um, You're constantly taking a problem plunge. These problem problems. plunge. This is yeah. just life. And no, but, but no, that's not just life. Because nobody yeah, I don't exposes th- themselves. No, most people... The Nobody average exposes person. themselves like I did this morning in the pool room. <laughs> the average boy, your balls must have really been. I can imagine how small turn. my dick was. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Was it the pool is cold? What is it? What did, uh, what did that Seinfeld character say? I was in the pool. Yeah, but that is rare. But that is also very good training in the perspective of any problem is not the end of the world. It's solvable. That's true. Right. When you have had in five years, I don't know, 15,000 things that classify (laughs) as problems, then, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like if somebody goes to war or something. Yeah, that's what they say about military service a lot of times is that you learn how to become a problem solver and deal with, you know. Issues. I thought you're in the army. You're not allowed to solve problems. You're allowed to follow orders. It depends on depends on what your job is. So I feel like I would require independent thought. Yeah, some of it does, though. I mean, maybe not the overall scope of what you're doing, okay. but you still have to solve a lot of problems like, uh, do I run over here and get shot in the face or do I run over there and take cover? You know, shit like that. Mm-hmm. Or well, in my case, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like 
you know working on and running a helicopter you have to be able to to look at things and assess situations yeah you and can't ask mechanical permission issues. to do every little thing you have yeah to it's just not do like it. oh do i go ask permission to see if i need to fix this thing that's smashed i up never or ask permission anymore who, do no. you, who would you even ask? The military? The passport? Oh, oh yeah. Office? I got yelled at for bringing computers onto the base, so I brought computers in on Monday. Wait, Six- isn't that your job was to bring computers? <laughs> yeah, I brought 16 computers on the base Monday. Then Tuesday, I'm installing these computers, and IT walks up, and like four of them show up, and they go, uh, how come these weren't put through us? And I go, <laughs> they're fine. They're like, oh, I don't know that they are. And I go, they are. <laughs> and they go, all right, see ya. They're like, we'll record the serial numbers. And they go, yeah, you do you. Yeah. As long as I don't have to do it. Um, you should get yourself a badge with like a, a bunch of uh, like, oh, this is this would be fun. Can you make yourself a badge that just has like a bunch of like a QR code and a, a hologram sticker or two? And it just looks super official and fancy, but nobody knows what it is. I already have one. Look, you can do anything anywhere, except maybe that's an exception, like a base like that that is very procedural. But any business, I'm just looking, I'm just going into a business, and I'm like, I could just fucking do anything in here. No, pull a Costanza. Pretend you're like frustrated and distracted. Okay, I was somewhere, maybe like like a truck stop or something. Yeah, we were going to Cleveland last weekend. Gabrielle and I went to Cleveland. Okay. And um, I go into a truck stop, like a pilot, and they have jackets for sale. And okay. it's like sure. high visibility jacket. And it's just one of those yellow. Oh, yeah. Like, ja- yeah. I'm like, I could put that on. Worker. I could be going in and out of buildings. Oh, yeah. When I was, when that in a fucking helmet? You could fly a helicopter. Yeah. That in a helmet. That's all you need to fly a helicopter, by the way. Yes, true. When I was up in New Hampshire... Uh, you know, doing uh, photography yeah, the for the press badge. Yeah, not the badge, but the vest. Oh, well, when I was doing photography for the the club and stuff. At some point, they said you needed to have a a reflective vest, or maybe it was just a good idea. I forget what it was, but I I just went on Amazon. And was like, oh look, I can get one that just says press on yeah, it. Yeah, we so got I them just, for all the corner workers at Autocross. Yeah, so I just wore this high vis vest that said press on it, and I'm like, hmm, I wonder where else I could go with this. <laughs> so yeah, you get a hard hat. And a bright orange high-vis jacket <laughs> and, uh, you know, maybe some sort of piece of equipment. Like, oh, just get an old phone, take the receiver off, and walk around with that. Or something that just, looks like it does something electrical. Yeah. And then nobody wants to mess with you anyway. Just get a just get a cheap uh, uh, multimedia or something. Yeah. <laughs> but And a clipboard. Oh, the clipboard. I do think, like, if, I don't know if it's, like, courage, bravery, fearlessness idiocy it's something but if you just plow forward things will work out yeah you just have you have a strange thursday i had no truck oh yeah i put in a little bit of focused effort like brett was talking about earlier and i got myself a truck it was very close by if i had just listened to the website i wouldn't have gotten a truck Mm. there wasn't one available but i made it happen then uh also thursday night we found out that a house that was getting occupied for the first time, had a bad hot water heater. Oh. And we had less than 24 hours to get it solved. Yeah. So that could have been devastatingly scary, right? Brett called me up. I was playing mini golf with you and Nick. Oh, yeah. And Brett said, do you have any time? And I said, no. (laughs) (laughs) I wondered what was so going on that was so important. (laughs) Well, I was in the middle. They were waiting on me to putt. 
Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. We were in the middle of a VR mini golf game. This was the first time all four of Brad us had was played there. this yeah. level. Yeah. That's a lot of pressure, important. too. It was a big deal for them. It's a lot of pressure yeah. when you're putting. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially this this level yeah, in VR mini golf. It was so stupid. Yeah, there's anti-gravity. It's real dumb. Oh, I was delightful. Anyway. I'm so bad at it. Um and I'm just standing in the in the entryway of this house, <laughs> waiting for someone to call me back with uh, like fucking water spewing out the side of the house. Or so something. then I decided to ask, "Is there an emergency?" And Brett told me what it was. So if I had a putter and a golf ball right now, <laughs> I would we, really pass the time. We spent a few minutes dealing with it that night. Friday comes, and it turns out this truck is like going to break down. Now that it's loaded up with a whole oh, truckload yeah. of stuff, I I'm it's going to break down, and I got to make it to my closing. Yeah, I'm driving this truck back from the. Uh, you know, it's a U-Haul truck, so of course I started up. I'm driving it back. Andrew's in his car to my house, and of course you start it up, and it's like blah, 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 fucking making all kinds of noise. And you're like, "Yay, U-Haul!" And so I'm driving it, and it drives like shit. And about I don't know three thirds of the way home, three fourths, <laughs> three fourths the way. Anyway, part almost four thirds the way home. Almost getting home, it goes. And I go, son of a bitch, what was that? And I look down at the gauge, and it's just a giant symbol of a battery. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, huh, that seems ungood. And I think back to when I owned a Ford Ranger that sometimes in the rain would do that because the belt blew off. And I, I'm like, well, let's see what happens. And I just keep driving it. And uh, it made it to the house, but uh, it seemed bad. So what happened with it when you got into it? Because we loaded up the truck. Like, we got it to my house and stopped and loaded and, and moved it and moved it again, and it seemed to work that whole time. Yeah, so the next morning, I am taking it to closing, then meeting Brett at the new house where we're going to unload this truck, theoretically. Well, in the morning, it did not seem healthy. The battery light was on the whole time. I was afraid to run the windshield wipers, turn the <laughs> headlights on, do anything that took battery. Yeah. So I didn't. Um, freezing. Didn't run the blower motor. Oh, I wonder if that was my problem when I drove it home. It was a little rainy and misty, and I turned on the lights and the wipers. You should be able to turn the lights and wipers on on a truck, though. True. You should. Yeah. But I wonder if that's what caused the battery to drain. So I I stop at the the place where we picked up the U-Haul. They're like, sorry, this service has to go through U-Haul. We can give you another truck. And I go, no. I would rather risk it than transfer this shit (laughs) for the next six hours to another truck. Yeah, you by yourself in a U-Haul parking lot. I packed this thing fucking perfectly filled. Yeah, there is Totally filled. You might have room for another squishy handball. Yeah. So, anyway, I just said, I'll risk it. Yeah. But I made it to my closing, and I had the U-Haul guy come and change the battery while I was at my closing. (laughs) At your new house? Yep. Nice. No, no, at the closing place. Oh, you went to an office. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. The realtor's office. Yeah. They just, he came while I was in the parking lot. He walked in, gave me the key. Brett showed up, took the key for the house, met Brett there. We unloaded. That all worked out. We got the water heater replaced. Seems to not be affecting the guest. Everything works out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have this strange um, lack of anxiety about things occurring. Um, my uncle says that my dad and I, and I don't really believe this anymore, but my <laughs> uncle said, you and your dad have a horseshoe up your ass or something. I guess horseshoes are symbols for luck. Yes. Except for the horse that gets shot. Except for my dad that died. Yeah. Yeah. After, After you know, a long, lucky life. Well, he came back from the dead. I mean, yeah. Before that. So. Yeah. yeah. But also, 
Yes, I could see how you and your father are similar because you you give zero fucks about like safety. This comes back to the gloves. It's like you're like I don't fucking need gloves. Why would I make and this you, job take longer like, than it needs to? If I'm it's gonna, awful. I'm gonna grind something off on the underneath this car while smoking a cigarette with ash and bits of fucking metal flying into my face. Oh, I've burnt my eye before. Yeah. <laughs> You think I haven't burnt my eyes? I no, I know eyes. you have. That's to my point. Yeah, why do you think you get two so you can burn one? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how many times I've been working with you on a car or helping, and you're like underneath it with a cigarette going, God, God, I got ash in my eye. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Somehow you just have the, uh, <coughs> the, the fucking brain wiring where you just don't give a fuck about you. <laughs> Whereas I worry about too much stuff. I don't know. There needs to be a nice happy medium. Although, yeah. Does there? Maybe not, because you're more successful now. Am I? You seem to be. Yeah, but you get to you just sit and look a out ch- a window. You just bought a church pool. But you get to sit and look out a window. Oh, yeah, true. I have free time. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't get to sit or at and least... look out a window. Yeah. What you do now, you can sit I get to go, desk. bah, this pool is cold. <laughs> <laughs> That's all yeah. I get to do. I got pulled over, too. God damn it. What? Maybe there's some kind of crackdown. There is a crackdown. I think there is because I've seen a lot more police activity in five years. The little no area cop that. ever glanced at an inspection sticker. All of a sudden, the past week, Puke and I both get pulled over yeah. by different police departments. And I've seen more just cop cars sitting in my little township area. Um, so something clearly they're hard up for taxes or something. Tax times coming. That police station's got to gather more funds. I don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> what the fuck. But uh, I got my car registered last August, I think it was, and I got my new veteran plates. I think I told this story on the show, and I had been driving around. So years ago, when I moved here, I tried to get vanity veterans plates that never showed up in the mail. And then I went and said, hey, these never showed up. And they said, I was like, fuck it, just give me a regular plate. And they did. And I drove that car for like three years. And this last time, because I had a... I forget what it was. I was in Butler County or my new address, but I said, okay, I'm going to try a veteran plate again, but I'm just going to get a normal one, not a vanity one, so it should be easier to get, right? And I go in and I say, like, yeah, I'm turning in this plate. I want a veteran plate. And they look it up in the system and they go, that plate doesn't exist. And I go, what? They're like, yeah, you're sh- it says here in the system it should be this veteran vanity plate. And I'm like, well, I never received that and it's never been on my car. <laughs> And I never got pulled over, so whatever. Um, now that I'm in Butler County, I, I only have to get the safety inspection, not the emissions inspection. So I said, well, fuck it. Why get an inspection? That's a pain in the ass. I'm just going to fucking risk it. I drove around for three years on like plates that didn't exist in the system. Mm-hmm. Well, I got nine months out of it, I think. But I came around the corner the other day going to the gym. This is when Andrew was like last Wednesday. He was working on stuff. And he's like, I got a pack. And I'm like, well, do you need help? And he's like, no, no. And so I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go. I think I was that frantic. No. He he was running around with his hair on fire and stuff in the pool freezing. But, you know, of course, I decided to go to the gym that day. And of all days, I come around the corner at a stoplight. And there's the cop sitting in this turn lane. He's. They sit there sometimes, and as I come around the corner, he's just, like, leaning over the steering wheel, staring right at my car, and I go, oh, this is probably ungood. And, of course, he comes, he pulls out, and I see him do a U-turn, and he's following me, and I'm like, shit, I'm the only only car in between him and me. 
and he's coming up, and I think he's maybe he's going to pass me. So I go from the left lanes, two lanes, left yeah, lane to right lane. Yeah, that's what I thought when I got pulled over. I'm like, I'm so used to like seeing cops and yeah. not getting pulled over. Yeah, like. In the past, it was like whenever I saw a cop, I was for sure getting pulled over, even if I just saw him somewhere in the world. Yeah. But then being in Pittsburgh for the last five years, whenever I saw a cop, it's like, oh, I put his lights on. I guess he's going to zoom by me. Yeah. I couldn't believe it that I actually got pulled over. So he's in the right lane. I'm like, maybe he's going to pass me. Please pass me. No lights yet. He doesn't pass me. He pulls right up behind me and he's tangling me. And I go, fuck. Now I have to get back in the left lane because I'm going to the gym. So I get in the left lane. He gets in the left lane. I go, ah. Oh. And then I get to the gym. I get in the turn lane. I pull in. He follows me. I stop in the parking Puke lot. runs over an old lady because he's too busy looking <laughs> yeah. in his rearview mirror. Mm-hmm. I was like, teaches you, bitch, to exercise. So now I'm pulled over in the parking lot of my gym. And oh. yeah, I'm like, whatever. And it's this all windows in the front of the gym. Oh, yeah. Too. Everybody, I'm sure, like, noticed. You're just watching. looking at the parking lot while you're working out. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he comes up and he was he was like a young guy he was like oh yeah, sir I'm sorry I'm holding and like he wasn't a dick about it or whatever. No, these young guys, these young cops are. Weak. Well, I think they're terrified at this point that like yeah. it's, I'm going to be some black lady who's be like why do you pull me over? And he's going to end up on fucking TikTok and get sued or whatever, you know? And he's like, oh thank God a white guy I can beat the shit out of him. Nobody cares. Um. But I, I, I like bullshitted and he was like, I pulled you over your stickers six months out of date or whatever the fuck. And I was like, oh, uh, I just moved to Butler County. I thought I didn't have to get inspection. And he's like, that was brilliant. sir, this is the state of Pennsylvania. Everyone I was like, somebody told me I didn't because Butler County is like, that's Butler County doesn't have emissions. And I go, ah, oh, f- really? Fuck, I'm stupid. <laughs> and he's like, OK, we'll give me all your paperwork and we're giving you a ticket. <laughs> but, but no, he, you know, I hand him the paperwork and he comes back and he says, this is a warning. You have to get it inspected within 20 days. And then it was like, thanks for your service. I was like, yeah, so you're is, welcome. What? So anyway, I didn't get a ticket, but I have to get my car inspected now. But I'm going to be gone for nine days out mm-hmm. of the country. So I have an appointment to go to a dealership here in two weeks to try and get it done. And I have to have them fill out paperwork. And then I have to ship that paperwork. I'm sure it won't show up in time. Oh, yeah. Speaking of which, another problem. So the ticket I got, I had to respond within 10 days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in Pennsylvania, it's not like New Hampshire where it's criminal court, where like you actually get a trial. Kind of in Pennsylvania, it's just through traffic magistrate bullshit. Yeah, they so, just want your money. Yeah, if you don't show up, they just suspend your license. Mm. And if you want to plead not guilty, you got to pay the full amount plus more. <laughs> sure. Yeah. If you're too poor to pay the full amount, you have to plead guilty. Then you can work out a payment plan. Mm. So I'm gonna plead not guilty. Yeah, because I. I'm just not, I'm not giving them money that easily. (laughs) So, uh, I got pulled over last Monday, not this past one, one before that. And I went 10 days. That puts me at like Thursday. Well, no, Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday comes and goes because I had just gotten back to town from South Carolina on Wednesday. Thursday comes and I go, what about that ticket? (laughs) Ah, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. It'll work itself out. Well, <laughs> I had my realtor drive me to the magistrate's office because we dropped the car off at the new house. And uh, I said, oh, we got to make one stop on the way. On the way. <laughs> so we stopped at the magistrate's office. I walked in and I'm like, yeah, I got this ticket. I'm just going to submit it. Turn it in on time. And uh, turned it in. No questions asked. She goes, well, you got to post bond. And I go, okay. And I had a check ready. I was prepared. 
And uh, oh, there's no way goes, they take checks. Yeah, they Is do. It? Oh, wow. what else would they take? Yeah, I don't know. It's a government. The one thing that nobody has anymore. Oh yeah, good point. I don't know. I figure the pieces of shit would make you have to do like a direct deposit or something because. I don't know. The government's so, always fucking you somehow. She goes, well, how much do you want to post for Bond? And I go, what do you mean? How much do I want to post for Bond? <laughs> Zero, She's bitch. She's like, the <laughs> full amount or half? And I go, does it matter? She goes, no. And I go, half. Why would I put the, <laughs> yeah. why, why the fuck would I put the full amount down? What, what is Bond for? Yeah. What is? How much was it? In like $200. Okay. Or something. And she's like. You can just give me 60. And I go, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. She's like, usually we're just uh, uh, ruining poor people's lives. So just give, give me half. money. Yeah. Any yeah. amount's fine. So I get my 60 bucks back if I'm found not guilty. I see. What are the odds that's going to happen? I'm not not guilty. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. In their eyes, you're definitely. The car was not registered since like 2019. <laughs> no. Apparently. Nice. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> you did know. No, I forgot. Oh, true. I guess information that wasn't important to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, my little experiment, I was like, I'm just going to be like Andrew and not. I've got veteran plates and uh, nobody ever gets pulled over in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. Well, oh, something's yeah. happening. These homeless people are moving in. Yeah. And they're cracking Brett's down. going to places traffic. where they're not accepting of them. Oh, yeah. And we're getting pulled over. Yeah. Time to worry. This place is taking a start worrying. White genocide. Yeah, well, the entire banking system is going to collapse, so... I don't think so. It's getting there. <laughs> I did look at Bitcoin today, and it's gained like $10,000 in value since the last time I checked. That's because the stock market's also going up. In the la- yeah. Well, in the last week, the... Uh, let's see here. There was some bank. Uh, fuck, I forget what it was called. But anyway, it was called SVB and uh, Silicon Valley Bank. And from what I've heard, they... Went insolvent somehow because they put all of their investments or some bullshit and like bonds. And the interest rate went up. They got fucked. They shut them down. And then our Fed or whoever the fuck they are is like, we'll just instead of the FDIC covering two hundred fifty thousand dollars worth, they're like, we'll cover everything because this bank is filled with millionaires and all this shit. And so, like all these other banks, people are like, well, fuck, I'm going to put my money in that bank. It's fully insured. It gives a shit. Like, I've got two million bucks. Why would I keep it in the small bank when I can put it in the big bank? And um, because of that, there's a lot of talk of uh, contagion or whatever the fuck. And then Credit Suisse, which is a giant bank in Europe, is having issues. So people are starting to put it in Bitcoin. But also people in the stock market are like, fucking boom, bull market is happening now because the Fed is like, we're just, you know, all that, you know, uh, quantitative tightening we're doing and the raising of the interest rates. Well, we just fucking slash the shit out of that from the past year. We'll be bull back markets on yeah. in nine or ten days to see if puke is right. We'll and, see. Uh, Johan just showed up in the chat. Oh, and said, wait, wait, start over. What did I miss? <laughs> Well, that's the show. This era shows end with you screaming. Oh, we're going to end now with it? Sh- that's right. Oh, is that? Yeah. Three, two. Yes, 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 yes,
Yes, yes, yes, yes, dip, stibidi, dip, stibidi, double, 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 double. Yes, 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 yes. Elate mina starta. Yes, stibidi, dop, dop, Traffic. You can get right down to fifth, fifth all the time, fifth or well in the morning. But you think about it, I leave every morning at six fifteen. Yeah, I know. So it doesn't really matter. You know, I, I can go down fifth through Oakland, and I'm fine. It's, it's pronounced fifth. What did I say? Fifth, and it's fifth, fifth, fifth. Yeah, you got to say uh, Fifth Avenue. Oh, fifth. I'm making fun of black people. But when when you first said it, you said fifth. Just get that drop. No, I guess it's we're not oh. streaming yet. <laughs> Are we live yet? Not yet. No, we're not. Okay. Poor man show. I just got a notification. Hey. A notification. Don't forget your standard <laughs> moderator for this channel. To help the creator build a positive, safe community, you can delete inappropriate messages, put a participant in timeout, hide someone from the channel, and manage messages held for review. I want to be char- in charge of timeouts. No, I don't think you get that power. You guys remember when kilts were all a rage? No. That was about 2000. Well, yeah, I remember like 13. three people had them and I went, that's stupid. I'm not going to wear a kilt. There was the Utila kilt. It was yeah, the I modern know. kilt for modern dorks. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. Jack says, no, we wear top hats and three piece suits. Oh, nice. He must be a Londoner. That's all of England, right? London? London. I just the- assume everything is Mary Poppins or it's the countryside like in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Oh, I should go wear my uh, diddly squat hat for the show. <laughs> Fuck, that's going to be hard to edit together. I was going to fade that out. Oh. Well, this is going to be the easiest well, show sh- to name because look at it my is? paper. <laughs> oh, no, oh. nothing. Wow, great. Andrew, I just started writing because we was, had no options I earlier. was going to say Andrew 
Don't yell at me about it. I'm going to fade that out. You're just over there turning knobs for an hour. <laughs> a lot of knobs on this board. <laughs> All right, Andrew, what do you got? Yes. Uh, I wish I had something to focus on. Mm-hmm. That was a sad thing Puke said. <laughs> what do you have? I have sad? nothing. Oh, zero. I have nothing. Literally nothing. Improvised friends. I like that. Mm-hmm. Andrew just shit himself. That's why he's leaving. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Be- begging for oysters. This era. Cause something happened. You said this era. Yeah. Uh, I can't imagine how small my dick was. Vanity veteran. <laughs> and they're terrified I'm going to be some black lady. <laughs> I like this era. Andrew shit himself. I kind of like the Andrew shit himself one. Chat, what do you think? I'll read them again. I wish I had something to focus on. Improvised friends. Andrew just shit himself. That's why he's leaving. Begging for oysters. This era. I can't imagine how small my dick was. Vanity veteran. They're terrified I'm going to be some black lady. Mm. Improvised friends has a certain ring to it. Mm. Oh, yeah, Carrie, you're right. Thanks for your service. One asshole thing to say after yeah, pulling me over. Yeah. What the fuck did I fight the Taliban for if I can't not get my car inspected? 